You're listening to the A to Z of Spirituality by Divine Soul Yolandi Bosso. I work with light workers and starseeds who are ready to transform their lives and shine. I will be covering loads of topics relating to spiritual growth and I will teach you what I have learned on my own journey so far. A journey of connecting with my sacred Mary Magdalene sisterhood, my cosmic lineage, my earth ancestors, sacred sites around the world and my own divine soul. So, if you are ready for some profound ideas and deep spiritual connection, make sure you join me today. Grab a cuppa and let's shine. So welcome beautiful divine soul. I am so happy to have you here on our podcast again today. Uh, and the theme today is E is for energy. So <laughs> this was quite an interesting one and um Man, when I think about energy and what it actually means, I've got so much to say. <laughs> so I'm going to try and keep this brief and to the point. Um, and I think where I'll start is just basically um, to start at the beginning of my journey with energy and just how it's evolved and how my understanding and my real connection with it has changed over the last few years. So the very first time that I... Um, started to think about energy and think about like what it all is um was when i studied reiki and i i'd been going to this fantastic massage therapist who was also a reiki master and she was obviously doing reiki on me um for for quite a while um before i before i got curious and started kind of thinking well what is it that she's actually doing because i love going for these sessions and she would tell me all these amazing things about myself and she didn't really know me right she she just knew me as this person who walked into her office every two weeks and then she would tell me these things about myself and about my emotions and about what was going on with me and and I was like fascinated by this and after I learned through my Akashic Records reading that I was meant to be a healer I thought well what do I know I know Reiki right so I asked her to please teach me and she she put a course together then um, for a bunch of us. And that was like my first experience of understanding um, and learning about it. And it was very much, I mean, if, if you've done Reiki training, um, it was very much about like working with source energy and understanding how this energy comes through our bodies. And the body basically works as a channel for energy, right? So I can consciously call in the energy and then distribute that out to other people. I can distribute it out well into myself basically um and you you use that in combination with with all the the sacred symbols and all those types of things um and you know i always i always kind of viewed it as something that was outside of me like you know i thought okay so sources sat there and then i basically asked please may i have some of this and then i get given some and then i can give it to someone else but I think it was like, so I looked at it very much as outside of myself. But then as I started um, to study the Akashic Records, and I, so let me tell you a bit more about the records. So basically how the Akashic Records work is it's a massive energetic database. So that word energy came up again as I was busy studying and trying to understand the world. And so for me, I I always look at, the Akashic Records, so it is it is a database, it's an energetic database, it's energy, and it, it's got all the information about me, all of the information about my soul, 
everything that I've ever done from the minute that I was literally sparked into creation up until this point and even going forward, right? So it, it literally, energy is there and it knows everything about me. And then I was like, okay, cool. So every person's got one of these things. And as I started working more with the Akashics, I was like, but other stuff has got energy as well. Like I would I would pick up a crystal and then I would start feeling stuff and I would like be like, ooh, but there's some information here. This thing has got energy. I would touch a tree and then I would be like, oh, but I'm feeling something and there's some information coming through here and that's energy, right? And so the more and more I started delving into it, the more I realized that we all have this ability to literally connect with the energy of everything on this planet. And then I was like, okay, but then surely we can connect with the energy of other stars and planets and all of that. And the more I got curious, the more I started to discover that we can literally find information about anything or anyone or anything basically, right, out there. So it's literally we are all these like beautiful energy beings that are surrounded by all this energy of the Akashics because the Akashics is everywhere. It's in me, it's it's outside of it, it's like in everything, right? So so it's just like so everything is energy. And because I'm an energetic being and you are an energetic being, I have an energy field and you have an energy field, right? So think about like and you've you've heard me use this example before. It's like like when I step into a room, um, and like I step in and I see someone or I, I like come into contact with another person and we we don't gel right I think to myself oh that person's creepy or I don't like them our energy fields are literally touching each other then in that now moment and then we like basically we're touching and we're going and there's either it repels or it attracts right so um it's our energy connecting and then the same thing with when I speak to people that I feel comfortable with and you know, you can just sit and speak to them for hours. Your your like your energy fields merge and you're like, oh wow, there's a big resonance here. There's a big like we're vibing together. And that's why I always like that. Like we vibing. Because we are literally like our energy is going, Oh, I like being with you. I can hang with you. There's no resistance here. Like we're good together, right? So, um and one of the, the coolest things that I ever saw was I was on a retreat and the one lady um had these um like dowsing sticks, right? And she she held them in her hands and she asked the lady who she was doing the experiment with to um like, you know, just hold them and then feel an emotion, right? So and then she would walk with the dowsing rod. So this she said to the lady, think of something really, really sad that's happened to you. And as she walked, um, the dowsing rods were basically they were fine and when she got right up to her, they closed up. And then she said to the lady, okay, I'm going to ask you the same thing. Think of something that makes you really happy. And she was really far away. And when she walked, they closed up further away from this person, which then indicated to us that her energy field was like right extended when she was happy. It was like right out there. And then when she was unhappy, it was like really right close by her body. So that's how we have got even got control over our energy, right? So like, if I'm in a happy space, I'm like wide open. Everyone can feel me. If I'm sad, like I literally close up. Again, it's your energy. Okay, so energy is such a fascinating thing. And I always love this quote by um, Nikola Tesla where he said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, 
uh, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And the more you do that, the more you're going to start opening yourself up to the possibilities that is out there. So <laughs> it's like when I channel, right? So when I work with my clients, what I'm doing is I'm connecting with your energy field. And we can all do this. There's nothing special about me or anything freaky like that. But it's literally because I can feel you. I am human. Therefore, I can feel, right? Like every single one of us, doesn't matter who you are, you've got this ability. You can feel other people. Obviously, some of us are more open to it. Um, some of us um, obviously practice it a lot more like myself. I wasn't always like this. I didn't always experience life like this. But then I practiced more. Um, other people get born like this. They literally open and they feel everything, right? And those are your proper psychics who, like from the age of four, can connect with angels and light beings and all that. That Those are like, I mean, those are like awesome, right? Because those people just came into the world like that. But normal people like me, you kind of have to, you have to become aware of it and then you have to practice it, right? Um, so in my work, so when I channel or when I work with anyone, the minute I sit in a room with you, or I don't even have to sit in a room with you, right? The minute I am aware of you, I can start connecting to your energy. So if you've seen me like do live readings or do channelings live, you can see that if I think about you, so say you're in, say you're in the States, right? So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about you. Then I literally take myself over to where your energy is and I imagine myself sitting in front of you. And then I can start feeling your energy. And the fascinating thing for me always is that, and this is different for everyone, it depends on what your your strongest abilities are with energy. But like I usually feel people's um, issues in my body. So if you have an emotional issue with your throat, I will all of a sudden be like all croaky. Um, or if I can feel like sometimes I will feel it in my heart. So I can feel like people have got issues in their hearts and it will manifest in my body as a pain in my heart. Or it will be a feeling in my stomach where I'm very anxious. Um, so you can literally feel other people's energy. So all you need to do is to get yourself in the space where you visualize yourself with this person and then you can feel them. And you know, sometimes like I will just have a feeling about someone and I'll be messaging them going, are you okay? Is everything fine? And then inevitably the person will go, no, actually, <laughs> like this and this and this has just happened. But the thing is, these are all energetic connections. We have energy connections with people, right? You can feel when your partner's off. You can feel when your kid's not well. Like you can feel all of these things. It's all energy because you, I see the world as this big net. I see this world as this amazing thing that everything is connected. All the trees are connected, all the people, the water, the, the elements, um, like the animals, the, the plants, everything is connected, right? Everything's got energy. And it's fascinating to me that when you start feeling into it, there's so much happening. There's just so much amazingness out there. So do you ever take the time to sit and think about what is actually happening outside of us? We are all these little vibrating particles, right? So we're all literally, everything is vibrating. The the stones, the sand, the the like the air around you, everything is little vibrations of energy. And we move with our dense body through these vibrations. And we are a vibration in our density in ourselves. So everything is vibrating. Everything is touching everything. That's why there's always... Um, 
people speak about the collective consciousness. They can literally measure how things change when these big um, events happening on Earth. That's sad. And you can actually see how people are responding to it on an energy level. So all of this stuff is, is so beautiful. And I remember one of my first visions, I still can still see it, was all of these beautiful little um, light points on the earth and how they were all intertwined and connected. And then they formed like this beautiful little grid around the earth. And that's how I, how I still think about the earth. It's like every single one of us is a little light point on this beautiful ball. And because we are all energetically connected to each other, even if we don't want to be, <laughs> um, we all sit on this beautiful ball and we're all like vibing together, right? So we just like live our lives and we're all connected. And the one thing that I love is, is that I always feel like for me as a, as a light worker and a, and a bringer of light on this planet, like if I'm in a good vibrational space and I'm... I'm spending time really like looking after myself, ensuring that I'm in a good place, working through all my crap, all that type of stuff, and I've got a good vibration going, then I am walking on the earth and emitting all my beautiful light and all of my beautiful energy out to someone else, right? So if I'm speaking on Facebook and you hear my words, then you're feeling my energy. If I'm walking in my street, all my neighbors can feel my energy. My people in my house can feel my energy. If I'm consciously spending time actually sending my energy out to the rest of the world like I often do, I'm just sending healing and love out to people. And even when I'm thinking about specific people and just sending healing and love to them, like it's all so beautifully connected. So so, so even if you, even if you don't really think or even like, even if you're not in the space of thinking, that you're making a difference. Your energy makes a difference. I'm always, always saying this to people, like your energy makes a difference. The way you show up in the world, there's a vibration between all of us, right? And the higher my vibration is, the more my vibration is, is, um, is, is really in that place of, of like, of love and compassion, then that is felt by everyone else. Okay. And it doesn't mean that you have to be in high vibe the whole time. That It's this massive responsibility that you carry that you have to be love and light all the time. Because that is just not true, right? We all have to have moments where we're going, oh my God, I'm on my face. I'm feeling horrible today. I need to just lie down. And actually, I need someone else to hold space for me today. And today, I need to work on my shadows. Or today, I need to work on my fears or whatever it is for you. So there's not this requirement for you to be constantly in this high vibration, but there's a requirement for you to be in awareness of your vibration and to be in awareness of what is happening within you and why you are feeling like you're feeling. So, so energy is, is just, it's so important and it's so magical. And like I said, I can just drone on about this forever and forever and forever. <laughs> so then what I also want to talk about is like energy healing, right? So if you think about energy healing and you're thinking about something like Reiki. So um, for me, it's like I've, I now am in the space where I do healing, not necessarily um, using all the symbols and stuff that I got taught in, in Reiki when I did my masters and stuff. But I'm very much of the opinion that um, my intentions 
set the tone for my sessions with my clients, right? So if, if my client is there and I can see that they've got a block somewhere in their physical being or there's an emotional block, then I will send healing energy to that specific area or I will do like um, remove what I need to remove energetically um, from that person's body. But this is all through me working with my energy and then helping you to clear your energy. Okay, so it's a bit like, um, imagine like having a bit of a vacuum cleaner and then being able to help someone remove little bits that isn't serving them energetically. Now, I'm also one of those people who are very realistic about stuff. And I do believe that just doing energy healing by itself, it's great, but it's not the the full solution. The full solution do um, require you to also do some conscious work and some mindset changes and those type of things. So as much as I love energy healing, I'm the biggest freaking fan. I'm also very aware of the fact that I have to, I can't just energy heal my wounds. I also have to look at them. I have to understand them and I have to see where they come from. And by removing the energetic connection to them, we obviously give ourselves a better chance of being able to work through it and like look at it and um, just really understand it and move through it. Um, but, you know, it's my, you can't just energy heal everything. There's always, there's a cognitive component, a brain component, an understanding component, a human component to you as well. So I'm, I'm very much about like that all being in balance together. Now, the other thing for me is also when um, I do my light language transmissions, which you guys would have heard if you've looked at some of my videos or attended some of my meditations. So again, light language is a way of connecting with energy that is outside of us or sometimes inside of us um, and then making it um, into a form that someone else can connect with. Okay, so... Let me explain. So say I am connecting with a beautiful angel and I, I'm sat here and I can feel the energy of this angel and I'm connecting with the angel and then I can transmit that energy that I'm feeling from the angel through different um, dialects and languages and, and, and sounds um, through my voice. Okay. Um, so if you think about it, because there's, there's all these, I see them as little light codes and they little filaments of light and stuff that comes, um, and I basically consciously pull it in and then I allow that to come into my conscious mind and then the, the, um, words will start flowing out. Okay. But I can also connect with the energy of, um, like, a um, another light being or a guide, uh, or your soul or my soul, so all of its energy, and I can just speak it in a different language, and if you think about it, like when I'm speaking that language, you can imagine those words falling onto your physical being, and those little light codes like floating down, and, and going and landing where they need to land, okay, so it's very much about like a transference of energy into your space, so when it hits your ears, things happen within your physical body, things happen within your emotional body, things happen within your mental body, and your spiritual body, okay, um, so light language can work very deep, so when I'm doing healings on my clients, I often tune into whatever energy they need, and then I will, I will bring that through, and I will literally speak it, but I can sing it, for instance, or sometimes I'll hear people making amazing chanting sounds, all of that stuff, because 
think about sound again, right? Frequency, vibration, energy. When it hits our system, it changes our, our vibration. It changes like how our energy is put together. So all of those things are also quite beautifully connected. Um, so yeah, so with the light language, I can also, I can sign it or I can literally, um, I, can, I can draw it. So whatever I'm feeling, I can express it in a certain way, right? Um, because energy is all about feeling to me. It's just about feeling these things and then expressing it or feeling it and then being able to sort of verbalize it for someone else. Okay, so yes, <laughs> there's just so much stuff. I mean, I'm just looking, I'm like, oh my God, I've spoken for 20 minutes just about energy. This is like insane. Now, what I also wanted to say is just as we're finishing off today is that being an empath, um, so there are tons of you I know that literally like have been empaths all your life. And being an empath is, in my opinion, it's, it, it, it's something that you can choose to make really hard for yourself. Or it is something that you can use as an amazing gift. Okay. And I like to work with being an empath um, as a gift. I like to, to use my ability to feel other people as a gift. And obviously... Um, I think when I was very small, um, I, I was a big empath, but then through growing up and just, you know, being in school and bullies and all that type of stuff, you, you kind of hide that away, right? You don't want to be different and all that good stuff, which I chose not to do. Um, I chose to hide my gift of being able to feel other people, and then I just rediscovered it in my very late 30s. Um, but Yo, for those of you who have been aware of your sensitivities and stuff for all your life, I know it's sometimes really hard. And I also do find when I work with my clients that a lot of them use it as an excuse to go into hermit mode. They use it as an excuse to go, well, I don't want to deal with this because I'm feeling everyone's shit all the time and I don't want to connect with people because I can't deal with other people's pain and their hardships and all of that. And I get that, but just like... Um, in that example that I gave earlier on of the girl walking with the dowsing sticks and being able to close our energy off, so we are able to regulate our energy. So you see how in charge of your own energy you are, okay? You can choose to bring your energy back into yourself and protect it when you are with people who drain your energy, okay? You can choose to when you go into a mall and you don't want everyone, you don't want to feel it, you can choose to see yourself bringing your energy back into your body. It's just a choice. That's what it comes down to. So it is literally you choose to bring your energy back. You choose to not have it open. So for me, I always look at it when I'm in a client session, I open my energy up completely because I'm in the space of I'm serving this client. So my heart needs to be as open as it can so that I can feel what I need to feel for this person and bring the right messages through, right? Because I want to speak to their soul. So I want them to have that experience with me. So I open myself up so that I can feel everything, so that I can go into the Akashic Records, so that I can work with the energy, so that I can provide healing. So that's what I do. But the minute that I'm finished with them, I close up again. I don't go and walk around in the street and feel everything, right? I'm very conscious of where my boundaries are with my energy. And so that's what I want to say to you as an empath is... You have the ability to control this. You have the ability to close the door. And I'm not saying that because my heart is definitely not closed. I selectively choose 
to bring my energy back into my space. Okay, but that doesn't mean that my heart is closed. Okay, but I consciously, like most of my life, I walk around open. But I know if I'm like going somewhere or whatever, I'm going to close myself off because I don't want to feel everyone's stuff. Okay, if I'm going to dinner at someone's house, I don't want to have to feel everyone's stuff. So I'm like keeping it close to me. So just it's about starting to discern, like when do I keep it open, when don't I? You know, if I'm in a meditation session with a group, my heart's wide open. I want to feel everything. I want to feel the pain. I want to feel the happiness. I want to feel all of it. But I choose it every single time. So your your ability to choose your energy is something that you need to start owning. You can be a victim of your energy sensitivity or you can be um, a rock star about it, right? Because for me, it's like it's the coolest thing out. I love the fact that I can feel it. Like it is so amazing. Imagine if I didn't have that. I wouldn't have all this joy in my life. I wouldn't be able to serve and help as many people as I can through the ability that I can open myself up, okay? Um, so <laughs> it's just we, can't, we, we can control it and we can't keep on hiding this away because this is the most normal thing about being a human. The most normal thing about being a human is that we can feel. I'm convinced that we were all placed on this earth with this massive ability to feel everything, but we all chose to protect ourselves because of bad stuff that happens and how, we need, how we've been treated and abused and all of those things. And that's fine. But find the spaces in your life where you can open yourself up fully. Find those places in your life where you can use those superpowers and then use them wisely. Okay, And understand that you choose everything. You choose how you feel. You choose what energy you engage with. All of that is a choice. So none of this is happening to you. You're in complete control of the process the whole time because you're the boss of your energy. You're the boss of your thoughts. You're the boss of everything that you create in this lifetime. Okay. So I just, I do find a lot of victim empaths out there and this is not you. You don't need to do this. You can choose to be in that space of owning your energy because it is freaking amazing. <laughs> and that's how I feel about it. Okay. So um, let me see. So I just, yeah, this was my big thing today is I just wanted to start opening your mind up a bit to to energy and to what is out there and what we can feel and what we can experience and I was like on the weekend I was having this discussion with my husband um, <laughs> while we're driving in the car and we, we have quite interesting little discussions every now and again and um, I was saying to him that when I do my client sessions when I channel for people I can often see in the energy like I can see the potential and I can see certain things, but because I don't understand, say for instance, I'm working with someone who is a chemist, right? Because I don't have the frame of reference of a chemist. I haven't studied chemistry. I don't understand it. I'm not really interested in it. I find it a little bit boring and like way too complicated for my brain. But the fact of the matter is it's there. So I can usually look through my like my knowledge base that I keep within myself and I can see things and I can try and describe it to my clients and I can I can sort of tell them what I'm what I'm experiencing and feeling there and what I what I can translate for them right but now imagine if you were someone who had an interest in let's say something simple like sacred geometry so 
So the rules of sacred geometry, information about sacred geometry, all of that is in the field, in the fifth dimensional field, right? It is in this beautiful energy field out there. There's all of this information about it. And if you like it and you're interested in it and there's something out there for you, why are more people not engaging with these fields? Why are more people not sitting and tuning into these higher levels of energy and consciousness and getting information out there? Because I can see it when I'm doing my work and I can see what is there, but because I don't always understand it, I can't go and write a book about sacred geometry because I'm not like that way inclined, right? It's not my passion, whatever. But say you were you can go into those places and you can find information. And I always think about examples like um, Madame Blavatsky or Edgar Casey, right? They didn't know anything about Atlantis and Lemuria, but they were able to go into the Akashic and be able to channel information about that and then bring it out to the world. And they literally changed like our thoughts and ideas about how old the world was and what is here, etc. So, and it's all in the energy field, right? It's all out there. So, so if you have a passion for something or you want to get deeper into something or you want to understand it more, start playing with energy. Start playing with the ability to actually move yourself and your consciousness into these higher realms because all of the information is there and we just need to get there, put our attention to it and start literally channeling it. And that for me is like the exciting thing that I wish more people were aware of all of this information there and like historical information, cosmic information, all sorts of information. It's all like lying there like a big blanket and like no one's playing in, in it, right? No one's on the beach playing with the sand. All of these grains of knowledge is there and we're kind of just all going, oh my God, I wonder like where's all the new things going to come from? Who's going to write the new book? It's all up there. Like all of the inspiration for creation, creativity, solutions everything is literally up there and when I'm in that field when I'm in that space where I'm seeing it all I was going oh my god I'll never have enough time like <laughs> there's there's people in this world who's supposed to be going in there and supposed to be taking this information and supposed to be creating from it it's not my job my job is to lead people there to start seeing it right um so start playing with it start like start giving yourself the opportunity to actually engage with that part of your being because our brains are literally structured in such a fashion that we can take that information in and that we can connect with it and again I keep on reiterating you don't have to be special to do this if you just practice you start somewhere and you keep on going you will be able to do it like I promise you I am the I'm the freaking poster child for that, right? For the person who did nothing and now I can do this. So but just yeah, it's it's like take some time now and you're obviously listening to this for a reason. So see what am I interested in? What is it that like I feel passionate about but I can't find more information about it? And then start getting quiet and start visualizing yourself moving into the next realm. Start seeing yourself like literally connecting with that 5D space. Start asking the questions because there's so much magic out there. And you can literally get these chunks of information that gets presented to you if you take the time to get quiet, ask the questions and start connecting with that field. And it's not difficult to get into the field at all. It's literally like just a shift from this dimension into the next. Okay, so um, (laughs) 
anyway, I hope I've opened your mind to thinking about things a little bit in a different fashion and especially stuff that you're passionate about and that you feel in your heart you need to find out more about things. Just go and play, go and play in those beautiful energy fields because it's all around us, it's everywhere. You just need to shift your consciousness to that space and that's literally all it takes. Okay, so um, <laughs> that's my whole, I think I could probably have spoken for another half an hour, but anyway, that's um, the, the podcast for this week. Um, and yeah, next time we're going to be working with F. Um, so I hope you enjoyed uh, the little chat about energy and I hope that I've opened up some little thinking places within you um, to make you want to explore energy a bit further as well. So I'm sending you lots of love and blessings. Have an amazing week and um, see you at the next podcast.